Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to live my life, putting purpose over profit. Too many fallen soldiers, too many slain prophets. Eyes on the prize, yeah, I gotta watch it. Agents amongst us, get your hand out my pocket. I'm sick with the pet. Brothers and sisters are sick in the pet. Oppressed by the man, attacked by the clan. America's plan, depression sets in. People becoming so hopeless. Said we can't breathe, they still choke us. They put the body cam on, it's either turn off or out of focus. Yeah, another death, another life. They pull the trigger, no thinking twice. Cops be wildin', the killing youth. The new Jim Crow, a different noose. It's the beast, it's the beast, mark of the beast. Cease and desist, increase the peace. Move in silence, don't make a sound. But when they come, stand your ground. R.I.P. to all the martyrs. Say your prayer, Heavenly Father. Black lives matter, black lives matter. All right, everyone, welcome back to another live episode of the Creative Gore. Professor Yisrael, how you doing, sir? I'm chilling, good brother, all is well. Um, First and foremost, let me just say that you have started 2021 with some serious heat, good brother. (laughs) You rebranded some stuff. You got some things together. I'm feeling the concept. The black background joint look hot, you know. I'm a fan, brother. I'm a fan. Appreciate you, sir. You actually uh, put the battery in my back when I saw the, you know, Brown Juice Barbershop live. I was like, oh, once I saw that intro, I was like, wait a minute. I got, I can't uh, be outdone right now. Like, hold up now. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's dope, man. This is dope. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for today. Absolutely. We have a very special guest, everyone. We actually have a personal trainer, wellness coach, and powerlifter, and my brother, Kevin Gordon. And he's actually my trainer and also Clodis's trainer as well. So he's going to talk to us about the importance of health, not only in the black community, because as black people, we are susceptible to a, a number of diseases that are life, life enders, right? So we want to take this a little bit more seriously, especially at the beginning of the year. We all feel like it's a great way to refresh, restart, and cleanse what we've done in the previous year and start fresh. I think it's a great perspective to have, and he's a very articulate person. But first, a first, uh, a bit of a, a message about KG from KG. When training, we have to make sure that we connect the muscle to the movement. Any exercise that you're doing, whether you're doing back, for instance, in deadlift, make sure that you're focused on using the right muscles. That way you're building those muscles consciously. You're not just trying to pick the weight up. That's how injuries happen. Take your time, get set, focus, and connect. The point of this is not to think of the end result. The point of it is to get through the journey. Like it's the work that we're gonna get into. So we're not doing it, and every time we finish a set, 
we look at our traps or we look at our muscles and be like, oh, look at my chest. That's not the point of it. Oh, look at me. That's not the point of it. The point of it is to know that this workout builds the next workout and builds the next workout. You want to have goals. You got to set the goals. You got to know what you want. And if you want to achieve those goals, you got to be consistent. Always, always be consistent. This one builds the next one, builds the next one, builds the next one. It's not going to happen in six months. This ain't an eight-minute quick abs. This is the difference between success and failure. This isn't, I'm not trying to get your money. Give me $100,000 and I'll train you and give you the body you want. And then what? This is about a lifestyle. So if you want to get the goals that you want, <clears throat> change your lifestyle. Y'all going to notice y'all getting your cardio in too. Let me know when y'all start breathing heavy. Let's go. 25. We almost done. Nah, nah, nah. Let's go. Keep working. Three, two, one. Stop. There we go. All right, guys. Without further ado, we welcome to the stage our Aquarian brother, KG Kev Gore. What up, my bro? Peace, peace. What's going on, good people? How's everything? All is well, good brother. I see you out there moving some serious weight. I'm talking <laughs> about in the gym sense. So no one yeah, yeah. With you. Yo, I see you out there, man. Yeah, man. This is highs and lows. It's the consistencies of it. I'm um I'm actually uh rehabbing right now. I tore my Achilles. Mm. Um my rehab process is something that I've been documenting. It's a it's a whole like uh it's a whole like from beginning to end, worst to best. It's all part of the process of being consistent. You know what I mean? So like you said, uh, moving that weight. I had um, and one of my uncles I hadn't seen in a while, and I ran into him. He was like, "Man, what you say you look, you just came home." <laughs> man, I, was like, ah. I was like, "You know, you don't have to, you don't have to go to prison to lift weights, man." Mm -hmm. I was, you know, we had the conversation, and it was it was lighthearted, you know what I mean. But I started to think, like, I wonder how many other people think that. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like, you only do that when you have no other option. So my my perspective uh, when I deal with my clients is more so um, all inclusive, like it's holistic. You know what I mean? Like it's not just the physical because if you just train your body physically but your mind is still trashed and overall you don't gain, right? So like I said, I tore my Achilles but my mind is still strong so I can still be able to do the things that I need to do. I can still have the positive energy and the great vibes to be able to help people reach their goals. And, you know, if, if you buy into what I'm selling, then it's a whole new lifestyle. So I was really humbled by that introduction too. Thanks for that, Josh. I appreciate it. Oh, oh yeah, no worries. And it's it's all facts. And KG is going to be the person solely responsible for getting Josh back into shape. So I appreciate you preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So I've been um I've been watching watching the show off and on. I mean, you guys, you guys are pretty uh pretty aware, man. You guys cover all the topics. You know what I mean? Um, from a, a granular level and an overview. I, I appreciate the perspective, man. This is a pretty insightful podcast, so I appreciate you guys inviting me on. That's dope. Appreciate you, good brother, joining us because I know the folks are in for a treat. Um, what you already said was a lot. Mm. Um, and I think you know just having a person from the culture a person who can relate with us and not make us feel, you know, ashamed or make us feel bad or guilt us into doing something, but generally looking at it from the perspective of this is in your best interest. And it's also in my best interest too, because we're connected with a family. Yeah. Um, and I already get those vibes and I already see the things that you've been doing and stuff that you've been talking about. So I think the folks are fortunate to, to, to learn and listen to you today. 
I appreciate that, man. I mean, that's that's really the whole thing. It's like, um, you know, I always keep in mind that uh, in order to, for anybody that has, has been a master at something, they were once a beginner. So I think that that is usually what hinders people is that they don't want to be a novice. Nobody wants to start out at the bottom. Everybody wants to have, they have such a connection to their ego. Um, and really, you know, the ego is just in the way, man. Like, if you put that aside, that is your cost of introduction. It's being a novice. It's learning from the bottom. Everybody started not knowing something. So if you can, if you can detach from your ego, all of the things that you can learn and grow as a person, as a black man, as a as a any as any person, you know what I mean? Like it's tremendous. You just gotta be able to attach to a different perspective, man. Absolutely. And that's such a powerful perspective, gentlemen, because as we know, living in the instant society where people want things instantaneously, pun absolutely intended, right? That powerful that perspective is so powerful because once you understand that everyone who's a master, everyone who's an expert, all started where you were being the amateur, right? Being the apprentice. And they, and they, from their hard work and diligence, ended up there. So that should be very encouraging for all of us because I know for a lot of people, especially myself starting out, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't ever do that because I, like, I have no way of getting there because I've never been that type of person. But then you just have to look at yourself differently. You have to look at what you're doing with a different perspective and that leads you down the path to success. And I feel like this is the importance of having this talk because that plagues a lot of people that that uh, paralyzes them with inaction. The fact that they feel like they can't do it at an expert level. So it intimidates them. Right. When you see when you see those big weights, you're like, ho, ho, ho. I don't belong. in I don't belong in that gym. I need to be over here on on the Stairmaster or something like that. And then, you know, and do things over there. So it's it's a it's a big mental shift. But I think it's the right shift for our culture to be headed in, in a better direction. Not only that, but like always remain a student, right? Like the more you know, the more you don't know, right? So when you, you showed the deadlift, like it was five and a quarter, I see people doing 900, 1100 pounds. So I, I can't hold a match to that, right? So I didn't start there. So I don't look at myself as the top. I know that I still have so much to learn, right? So. If I can look at myself that way and then you come in and you only got 25 pounds on there, in my the way I see it, we're the same. We're both trying to work towards our goal. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. Compare yourself to yourself. And if we can constantly do that, I think our perspective as the collective will get better. Mm. You know, we start to trust and we start to um, remove our ego from it. I, I mention that a lot. Um, because it gets in the way so much, man. If we can get rid of that part, we can learn and grow uh, tremendously, in my opinion. No, that's that's real wrapping up. The question for you is, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you know, particularly if they're scrolling through Instagram, they're on Facebook, whatever the case may be, folks are looking at, you know, people who have worked on their bodies, whether they've actually put that work in, whether they're naturally fit that way, whether they've got work done, whatever the case may be, folks are looking at it. So when you talk about, like, the motivation is there the right motivation to start this journey uh to fitness because there might be some folks who like listen it's hot summer 16 and i'm trying to get my body right or yo i'm just trying to make sure that i you know i can eat when i want to but not overindulge and still look good or maybe i want to fit into my tux i want to fit into my wedding dress whatever the case may be 
what in your perspective and your professional perspective is proper or positive motivation to like get started and get this this journey going on so um that's a really good question um I think of that like when I when I interact with clients, I try to think from their perspective, right? Mm. Um, and the answer is not a blanket answer. Uh, honestly, I don't have a lot of belief in motivation because it's fickle, right? Um, I feel like the answer to getting to whatever your goal is is not motivation; it's discipline mm. because motivation is going to come and it's going to go. It's going to be there. Oh, hell yeah, I'm ready to go and pumped up. And then you're going to have days when it's raining outside. And just because it's raining, you don't want to go. feel like laying around. Had a long day. I don't feel like going. Had a good day. Definitely don't feel like going. (laughs) Like, so my answer is the discipline, right? Because when you prioritize it, that's what it is, your discipline. When you're focused on your goal, Regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you did, what you're going to do, when you're sore, when you're not sore, you're hungry, you got a headache. All right, well, this is my plan. Let me stick to my plan. Let me go and do it. Same thing with anything else. When you're accountable and you're responsible, this is what you do. So I have a, um, I have a small group, um, one small group separately on Instagram that, you know, we just interact about uh, accountability, uh, perspective, mindsets. Um as a group, right? Um, and like morning motivations, things like that. Um, and I think that that plays a, a big part of it. I always say to them, I say, we fly further when we fly together, mm. right? So I don't look at them as like, hey, I'm your leader, you guys follow me. I'm in a group just like with you guys. We all have a goal that we're trying to get to and we go there as a group. So uh, that's my long answer, but ultimately it's really not motivation, it's discipline. Your discipline will always be stronger than your motivation. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Absolutely. And speaking of that group, I'm actually in that group as well. And uh, coach, still working on my water challenge for the day. I I didn't I forget it, about that. I get it. <laughs> I, was, I left. I left. I headed to the office without my water. I'm catching up. This is my second one. I'm trying to get it in now. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I think these are all. And, you know, incredible points, because at times we can become compulsive and be slaves to our desires and what we want and what we want to do. And that can lead to being, you know, lazy and things like that. And then unfortunately, that becomes a habit because it gets good to you. Right. So it's just one of those things of making, you know, being being disciplined and making specific things a habit. So one of the things that Chloe and I talked about for our you know goals for 2021 is that we want to uh, create fundamental habits not only for 2021 but the next decade and the decade after that and something that we can you know share with our lineage as well and i think it's very important to have that endowment thinking when it comes to discipline and habits as uh, san gudeli would say so um i think that's an excellent point um i think that that's that's really the key because when you talk about your habits i think a lot of people overlook a lot of things about habit right your habit is your habit defines you. A lot of people connect their 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 sense of self with their thoughts or their ideas. Mm. The fact of the matter is that's the difference between perception and reality. The truth about the whole thing is that you're not what you think. You're what you do. Right? <clears throat> that would be like, well, I'm not I'm not who I appear to be. I'm my intentions. I'm not who I actually am. I'm my potential. Mm. You know what I mean? 
So um, your habits are is really what I try to focus on, right? I think everybody wants to be a better version of themselves uh, physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in some, capa- in some capacity. Um, how do you do it all, right? Mm. How do you... How do, you say, how do I get it done? Uh, I say the same thing all the time. Start at the beginning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> where's the beginning? Right? So each person has a different uh, capacity. So somebody like myself, I'm much more physical. So uh, I start with my strength is being able to physically do something. So I focus on working out. But the thing about working out is much more mental than it is physical. And that gets overlooked because you will if you have a like a, a weak mentality if you don't if you're not strong enough mentally to be disciplined you quit every time mm-hmm. every single time it's not that you go there and you won't work hard the, the steps to working hard is always going to change you're always going to work hard right more and more and more you do 400 like wow i did it but now nah, now you got to do 420 and so on and so forth right so you show up you do 10 minutes on the cardio cool right that's a start but ultimately what you're trying to do is improve your life Right. So don't look at it as something that I'm trying to do for just to fit into my touch. Right. So now you fit into your touch, you look good in the pitch, you feel good. What's going to happen in three months? Right. So the perspective is just like the, the new life. Right. You want to start a new life. So you start it slow and you work into it rather than a cold turkey. Some people are strong enough. And they can just say, you know what? I'm changing my life. And they can do it. But I like to focus on the things that we read, things that we eat, the things that we do to help stay focused on what's important to us. If we do it from the inside out and outside in, we're actually, we're kind of like manipulating ourselves into doing something, right? So if you don't have the self-control to do it, follow me, I'll show you how to do it. You know what I mean? And that's really my perspective. It's like, hey, every day he keeps telling me to say this. So every morning, this is something, what do we say every morning, Josh? We send it to the chat. Each day I'm trying to get better. I'm paraphrasing here, but each day, you know, I'm striving to get better. And it's that consistency every single morning. That's our commitment for the day. And it's great because we talk about what we're doing, the challenges, what we're doing. And as I'm sure that Mixon and Kevin know each year for the first 40 days of the year, I like to go alkaline vegan because my birthday is always the 40th day of the year. So a whole 40 days, 40 nights concept. And essentially doing a Daniel's fast, which a slight modification that makes it a little bit more difficult. And then it's just my way of getting, uh, you know, setting the tone for the year of creating that discipline, creating that habit. Because as the rest of us, I was really enjoying myself during the holiday season, especially after 2020. So things like drinking, things like that, eating whatever I wanted, all, all those things. So it, it was one of the ways that I, this one of the things I actually look forward to each year. So I'm my my one of my goals for this year is also to maintain that throughout the year with some times for enjoying myself, but to not get so far off the path that I have to go cold turkey every single year. Right. Because if you stay ready, you never got to get ready. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that's 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 dope. I want to um because y'all just dropped a lot of stuff in. You said a number of things. I want to just summarize real quick and then um tie a couple of things together and ask you a question. OK. Um so, you know, we talked about it really being about discipline mm. um, and commitment, not necessarily motivation, right? That we talk about building positive habits and starting somewhere, make it so you start, and it's not going to happen like that, but it take, it's a process. 
Um, we also talk about the whole notion of accountability. And sometimes, to be honest, you know, some folks don't look for accountability partners because they don't want to be held accountable. Mm, or right. sometimes they might look for an accountability partner who's not stronger than they are because they know that they won't let them slide. So when we talk about all these pieces, in addition, thinking about the holiday season. And I know for me, the time that really gets crazy for me is, you know, it's that stretch of not only holiday season, but you got the playoffs, you know, you got the Super Bowl. My birthday's in January. You know, you got all this. Mm-hmm. Then it's like Black History Month. You're like, you know, I got to put on for the culture. <laughs> you know, it's like other things, right? So, like, what would you say to people who might be struggling with or wrestling with the tension? Because there's some folks who like, listen, you're not supposed to have this type of relationship with food in the sense of you only eat food for fuel and you can't really allow yourself to have those type of desires. But there are other folks who say everything in moderation, including moderation. Um, Mm -hmm. How do we um, wrestle with that tension between who we are as a people, our our complex and, you know, very varied way of life, ways of being, things that we know, traditions that we celebrate, but also make sure that we're maintaining um, our health and practice and self-care? How do we weave all those things together? Because sometimes it's like conflicting. And you want to celebrate because it's hard being black in America. It's hard being black in the world. You might need this vice sometimes, which is like a sugar cookie or ice cream or whatever. But at the same time, you don't want to overdo it. How, how, what, is, what is some of your advice of, you know, like parsing through, you know, that tension and, and overcoming those hurdles that some folks might face? Um, <clears throat> it's a great question. Um, I think the best way to answer that is to understand that, um, nobody's perfect you know what i mean like if you aspire to be perfect you will come up short Uh right so the quote that i have everybody write in the chat is that every day in every way i get better and better you start your day off with that perspective right so in that span of march madness in that span of 40 days of 40 night of abstinence Uh and that span between that that week that you took off between Christmas and New Year's and families coming in and, and going out and every day and every way I get better and better, right? You know what your goals are in your mind. You know what you've contributed to. You're accountable to yourself, right? What I, my answer is, is that you're going to have to create your own balance, right? But as long as you stick to your plan, it, it works out. At, that's the honest truth. So, do I always eat perfectly? Oh, of course not. I like I like cognac. I like whiskey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm not like a sugar person, but I understand my balance. I say, all right, well, I have to be able to flush my system because I I'll have to drink sometimes, right? So as long as you understand the yin and the yang of it, then you're good. You want to have a piece of cake? Have a piece of cake. But you understand what your goals are. So if you're going to have that cake, you understand what you have to do to compensate for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is really the focus. It's not like, oh, I can't eat anything. We'll have moments where we exercise a discipline. I think that's amazing. Like uh, Josh does it every year. I think I respect it. I admire it. Right. Um, being able to exercise the disciplines. I think that's something that people should do. Being able to exercise um, your freedoms. Right. Let's not be weird with freedoms. This time right now going on is weird. But I'm talking about (laughs) being able to choose what to eat or when to be lax. Like, that's okay, Right. Because we're not perfect. I had another piece of cake. Is it going to kill me? No. But if you're diabetic, (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like my, my perspective is to have the problems fixed before they become a problem. I'm proactive. So if you look at it from that perspective, you're staying in front of your issues. Your issues never become an issue because you're always mindful of your issues, if, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Because those proactive and preventative methods, I think, are the keys. Because in America specifically, especially in a capitalist society, the industry is all about selling the cure as opposed to the preventative methods. So I think people become accustomed to that perspective and how they approach things. Because I know for me, a big hurdle was being disciplined for sweets. I have a, a massive sweet tooth. So in my head, I, I manufactured the logic and like, oh, okay, I worked out today. So now I can, you know, go enjoy something sweet or some cake or something, not realizing as KG said, but yeah, you're going to have to make up for that tomorrow. So it's kind of the whole perspective of robbing Peter to pay Paul. And it's, you know, you, it's, you, you can never catch up type of thing if you have that perspective. So the same concept right. as time. You can never make up for lost time. So it's just. You can't. Uh, I'm going to mm -hmm. catch up with my sleep on the weekend. That's not a thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Can't catch up on sleep. So as long as you're aware of what you're doing and you're accountable to yourself, then you will always be successful in this type of endeavor. However, like you said, bro, like a lot of people don't know what accountability is, right? They can give the advice, but they can't follow it. And that's something that I have really directed more of my energy to. The working out part for me, the directing, the doing the exercises, teaching people to exercise proper form. I hate to say it, but I would do it for free. I, I love it. Like I get, I'm like, man, it's the energy of it. I enjoy it. My focus now is shifted to, I guess like the subconscious perspective, because if I can get you to buy into your own thoughts, we all win. Right. Mm. Because if I get Josh to buy into what you're doing, like, look at what he's doing. He's, he's setting a tone for himself. You set your own tone. Don't do what he's doing. Do what you want to do your way at the same time. Once that happens, everybody wins. That's back to the collective. Dope, dope. And then so, I mean, you hit on this a little bit, and I want you to expand a little further. Um, you talk about at the top of the show, you was talking about, you know, you know, the ebbs and flows and the highs and lows of this journey. And again, it's a journey. Um, right. But, you know, there's been plenty of times, you know, I, I was an athlete in high school. There are plenty of times, first of all, I, I never was checking for conditioning. Every time it was conditioning day, I'm like, Miss me with it. Um, <laughs> when it's time to lift weights, I'm like, right, I'll throw some pl a place on the barbell. We can get it, whatever. Um, I was also more so into like actual playing the game or whatever the case may be. But for right, those right. folks who like be in the gym heavy and they plateau or they have a setback such as an injury, you know, you were already talking about the mindset and the mentality that you need to recover from that and the journey and the process you need to recover from that. I think alone, that's a, that's a business in itself mm. to really help coach and nurture folks back to who might have had their whole self wrapped up in the identity of being this one thing, or that True. was the thing that was the outlet, you know what I mean? And they can't do it anymore. So how can you like talk to the people about what happens when you plateau? How do you push through or find that next level that might not be the level that you wanted it to be? So um, two things, like first you really hit home on the injury thing for me, right? I've been doing this, I don't know how long I've been doing it. You know what I mean? My goals have changed it. My, uh, the types of workouts I've done changed. So for me doing it for, I don't know, 15 years, if I don't train, I'm weird, man. Like I'm, 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 
I seem like quirky, like I'm antsy, like I, my, my mood shifts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like it, it's almost like uh, training has become an addiction, right? Um, but not in a, the sense that it's a crutch. So for most like the gym, it's like a therapy for myself, right? So I had to, because, you know, like you said, your identity is attached to that, right? I can't lift. Um, I can't lift safely. I'm not going to do anything to hurt myself more. So I found myself recently in this space. Now I've injured myself before, but recently I'm like, man, like I I got a whole gym. It's my gym. It's right here. It's I what do ah, right? I'm sitting there thinking about it. I have another one. You know what I mean? And then I had to look at myself and say, there's something in it. I don't know what it is, right? But the accountability part, the discipline part says, hey, well, I set aside time for myself on three to three days a week at this time to work on myself, then I'm going to work on myself at this time. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll figure it out tomorrow. You ever, you ever approach a female, um, but you don't know what you have? your mind is blank and you walk up and you just start talking? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's essentially, that's essentially what it is. I showed up to myself like, all right, well, what am I going to do? <clears throat> I started creating the workouts. I could people couldn't come in no more because of COVID. I couldn't train them. I said, oh, shit, I can do this shit online. I'm like, hey, what's the best approach? Look at different things. And I'm like, oh. And then I created this. And then I ran with it. And that was my outlet. That was back to my attachment. But it came full circle because giving them my discipline, giving them that energy, gave me the energy back that I need to continue back on my path. You know what I mean? So um, for anybody that goes through that, what I would say is when you're in the gym, you go inside. I don't care what anybody says. When you throw, like you said, even though you're not doing it, you don't train, you're not conditioning, you throw the weights on there, you're inside, right? You're like, I could do it. And there's nothing that can stop me from doing it. What happens is the longer you train that, you build that. That's the mentality. That's the subconscious part, right? So the longer you work on that, the more endurance that part has. Right. The same thing with your body. The more you work on your conditioning, the better shape you're in. Mm. The more you lift weights, the stronger you get. The more you work on your mentality, the better your endurance is with that. So that would be my suggestion. Go into yourself. Right. Um, the next part uh, about uh, what was it outside of injury? What was it? You asked me another question. Like if when you plateau, you know, you plateau, you got to get oh. to that next level. So I run into this a lot. Right. Um it has to be a change. And this is why I said I changed my workouts, right? So initially, uh, when I started working out, I was maybe buck 65, buck 70. You know, see guys in the gym, like, I want to look like that. I want to be, you, you know what I mean? And that was my goal. I was like, man, you start to do the homework, the actual, the real homework to how to do this. Not none of that steroids or shortcuts mm -hmm. or injections or surgery when you start to really want to do it the real way you're like yeah it was gonna take me forever to do it <laughs> it is what it is and i got on board for it but what happens is you go from wanting to be jacked to wanting to have be cut with abs you go from wanting to be cut with abs to um wanting to be able to jump high you want to jump high you want to run far and you want to do all of these things my perspective is do all of it right because you're going to, I want to put on weight, figured out how to put on weight. 
the way that Josh puts on weight is going to be different than how you put on weight, than different than how I put on weight, right? And you have to work with your body to do that. That's what I that's what I teach people to do. Teach people to learn themselves. That's the focus. So that's what I would say. When you plateau, I know I'm sorry, I'm passionate about talk a lot. So when you when you plateau, the same thing. You got to go in, be like, all right, well, if if I keep I, I can't lift more than 400. I can't. It's nothing that I can do. What do you do? Drop the weight. You change the set. Instead of going to full rep, now you're only going from here to here, right? Then you're taking it off from the top. Now you're only going from here to here. And then once you do that for six to eight weeks on both, now you go back to doing it again. That's the perspective, right? So now every time you train, you're going to have a PR, PR personal record, right? Why do you want to do that? Because it's creating a habit, man. Like habits, like winning is a habit, just like losing, right? So if every time you go in, you do a different exercise that you've never done, you just hit a new PR. I win every time I go. So now those plateaus that you had, you changed the way to approach it. There's always a there's always another way to skin a cat. And that's what I'm gonna do. Make sure you look at all the ways to do it. No. Absolutely. I mean, that's how you get the butter from the duck, right, KG? Gotta get the butter from the duck, man. <laughs> and shout out to you Seth. don't stop when you try. You stop. You stay to the job. It's done. <laughs> that's how you get it done. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And shout out to Seth as well. So yeah, as that's my man. as we uh, transition to building a healthy lifestyle from habits to strengthen our community, we also have to remember our history and our ancestry because, as we all know from learning about slavery and going to museums and whatnot one of the ways that they broke up the black family besides you know separating men from women whatnot they would feed us you know things like gizzards and chitlins and all those other things and create horrible nutritional habits that essentially have become a staple in the black community so like as we all said we we have that pride about making things that uh, seemingly shouldn't taste good, taste amazing. And I think that's a wonderful skill set and something to be proud of because that, that skill set can apply to a lot of things. However, it kind of reminds me of the Boondocks episode about the Luther. When you're eating things uh, over a dungeon, like being very indulgent in it and having it too much and you have a habit of eating those things all the time, then you create things like having you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, stroke, and whatnot, you know, heart diseases as being hereditary, unfortunately. So one of my goals, and this is probably one of the first things I talked about with KG once I learned he was a personal trainer, I told him it was always my goal to help our community re rethink that. Like to me, that like like you guys said, there's nothing wrong in doing enjoying yourself in moderation in a very authentic way. But I think the foundation that we need needs to be immensely better in us for in order for us to get stronger and as KG was said you know we'll fly further together it's it's the relationships right you got to change the relationships mm -hmm. so you have a relationship with food what we don't realize is that food is it's it's a drug right we're addicted to it mm -hmm. right you realize that if you if you go on a strict diet try to go I don't know. Try to go a week. Go one week without sugar. Mm. Most people won't do it. I don't think most people will make a full day. But if you do, 
you definitely won't do a week. Your body is chemically adjusted to that food, to that salt, to that sugar. You are people like, uh, like you said, bro, um, emotional eaters, mm. right? So what I learned, one of the things that uh, was a, a page turner for me was I wanted to put on weight, right? And how do I put on weight? Um, said uh, that's that's my gym partner. That's that's my it's my, uh, my my my. I guess he's my trainer, so to speak. He really showed me the ropes of what everything that I know. Um, pointed me in the direction of things that he didn't know so that I could know. He told me, he said, tilt the table. What does that mean? <laughs> you want to get big at the table. So what he meant was the uh, you sit at the table, tilt the table up, everything you eat it all. So if that's what it if that's what it takes, that's what I did. And when I say that, I'm it's not an understatement. I ate everything. <laughs> I said my alarm clock. Set my alarm clock. I said, all right, you got to put on weight. I read you got to eat every two and a half hours in order to bypass your metabolism. Because you eat more, it speeds up your metabolism. So then you have to be able to beat that out. Every two and a half to three hours I eat. So if I go to sleep, I make my protein shake. My alarm goes off. I wake up, drink my protein shake. I go back to sleep. Mm. Right? I ate every two to three hours. Right? But what that did was I did gain weight. Right. I worked out hard. I did gain weight. My body looked amazing, but it messed me up. I had too much protein intake and my body couldn't process it. And my body shut down. I was at work one day and I passed out. Mm. Right? I go in. My, I got a little size on me now. They kept asking me, like, are you on drugs? Are you have you taken any drugs? I'm like, what the f- I don't take drugs. What are you talking about? It took so much to figure out. But my body won't break down the amount of protein that I was given. Mm. The reason why I tell the story is because um, the attachment wasn't to food it was to a goal and if you make your attachment to a goal instead of your food you realize that food is fuel and if you treat it as such at this point in my life i can eat anything mm. i can eat at any time full or i'm not because i've broke through that tears like levels to everything right if i could do it i'm just i'm just a guy man anybody can do it it's just whether you want to or not so once you can eat anything, regardless of taste, regardless of flavor, I think that you open up, a, it's like a, a video game. I don't know who plays video games, but back in the day, you used to play them, right? So you, you get through one level and it's like you find a secret compartment and it's like, boom, a whole other world. That's what it is. You know what I mean? And I don't think people actually connect to that perspective. It's like, there's so much more if you just change your perspective. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I appreciate that. And I think thinking about perspective, perspective, I think is like um, the most important piece. Um, then there's other pieces in terms of, you know, the work that I do, I always talk about who has and who doesn't have and why. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about access to resources, when you think about places that are literally food deserts um, or people you're talking about now, the new, the new language they use is food insecurity. So folks are food insecure. They don't have access to certain stuff. Um, even if they're on government assistance, they might have EBT, they might have, you know, whatever. They might not yeah. have, or they might not know how they should be stacking up, you know, their shopping cart, what stuff they should be getting. Or they might not have access to certain things. Everybody can't go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods because they don't have that type of money. So if you're thinking about, like, ways that some folks, like, who don't really have discretionary income, per se, or, you know, are just looking, trying to be healthy with the means and resources that they have, what might be some um, advice you can give folks 
who don't have the exp- like the the access to a trainer or the access to a gym or the access to like a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's or a farmer's market? Like what might be some of your your, your thoughts and ideas for folks? So two things, right? First thing, we're in 2020. To not know what to do or what to when to do it is a choice. Hear me out, right? I'm not saying that if you don't have access to a Trader Joe's, you don't have the extra money to buy it, that that's your choice. That's not what I said. What I said is to not know what to eat or what to do for your body is a choice because all you have to do is type it in, read it, read to the next thing, read to the next thing. If you really want to know an answer, it's at your fingertips. If you have a phone, you don't need a computer. It's the same thing. Right. So I will always, always circle back to accountability and discipline. Right. Now, it's a separate issue to not be able to financially be able to afford it. That's a completely separate issue. Right. So in that sense, you have to be creative. Right. But you also have to experiment with your body. Um, For example, um, I know somebody who wanted to uh, older guy. uh, He was a neighbor of my um, good people's. Um, he was big guys when I was younger. I was like, man, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I'm trying to stack up. So what in the trap? You know what I'm saying? What was he doing? He was eating honey buns and little Debbies and eating all type. He was eating trash, but because he wanted the calories, but he's working out hard, drinking water, but he's eating the trash for the calories. Mm. For him, for him, it worked. For me, it might not. You follow what I'm saying? That's what I mean by experimenting. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not an advocate of that, but that's a perspective. He was like, yo, this is what you got to do. You got to be able to get enough calories and process it. You have to try. And that is the thing. It's like everybody doesn't have the same situation. This is a given, right? Uh, I'm not naive to that perspective, and I'm not going to disregard that because I feel like that is selfish and it's short-sighted. Um, however, everybody does have the willpower if they want to do something, right? If we're all created equal, we all have generally, uh, enough willpower to try something, right? We may not have the same access to resources. We may not have the same know-how, but we could have like, you'd say talent works hard. What is it? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm -hmm. Try. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, when you're from the bottoms, you have to have more willpower in order to get somebody that just access to it, they just go to the trainer, the trainer makes the food, they deliver it, right? You gotta be better than them, simple as that. So for anybody in that particular situation, hit me up. I won't charge you, I'll tell you exactly what to do, how to do it, why? Because I didn't have nobody just roll it out for me. I had to find out, I'll tell you. The, my information's up there, it's my IG, you can DM me, I'll tell you exactly what to do, I don't charge you nothing. What kind of exercise should I do to build my arms, my legs? How should I eat? What type of stuff should I not eat? I give you the best information that I could give you. And if I don't know the answer, I tell you I don't know and I tell you to check here and start from there. Appreciate it. That's the attachment to the collective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would say in our communities, usually across the United States and definitely in areas of the world, we have we have limited options. So we don't have Trader Joe's and Whole Foods in the vicinity. We, we might have ShopRite. And it wasn't until the past, right? It wasn't until the past five years that ShopRite had a health food aisle, right? And things like that. But as KG said, you have plenty of McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's, fast food, fried foods, 
and of course liquor stores things like that so they as we already know things are set up and the structure is for to keep us at a certain level but as kg said we all have to make the choice and the, the wonderful part about being in the age of technology is that we have this information at our fingertips as kg said but we also have people in our social networks literally and figuratively who have this information and you just have to have that desire to seek it out so again one of my goals is to create that desire because right now the desire and you know to be cool is to you know drink this and smoke that and sip lean and do all that all right that again if that's if that's how you choose to live that's your choice i'm also just humbly suggesting and requesting that you add you you start it with a base foundation of a healthy lifestyle make that your habit make that your default setting so if you do veer off and do all these vices that you want to indulge in it's not as detrimental as the stats already say man um you know i I always have to circle back to uh your ego Mm. you know i think a lot of us want to have uh uh, you know, they have different goals. Everybody has different perspectives, but what blocks them is the ego. Imagine saying, hey, I know this person who has the information, but I'm not I'm not about to hit him up and be like, hey, what do I got to do? I'm not, whatever, I'm not doing it. All right. If you want to let your ego block you from getting you what you want, what you desire for your life, go ahead. But understand that that decision was not because of somebody else. It was because of yourself, right? So there are going to be obstacles in our way that are outside of our control. Let's not make one of those obstacles ourselves, right? Mm. That's what it says to me. Once I figured that out, I asked anybody a question. Like, I don't know the answer. Like, how do we do that? What? Mm. Like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> 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 Tell me that I'm no longer ignorant, right? If you move your ego aside, man, the world opens up to tremendous thing. That's my opinion. Hmm. No, I appreciate that. And um, you know, I'm just thinking about from the perspective, you know, because I work at I work at schools, I work within educational institutions, and I'm always around young people. And you know, it's not just a young person thing because there's there's older folks who struggle with body issue um, body image issues. Um, you know, for no different reason, whatever the case may be, you know, whether it's this Instagram generation, whatever the case may be. Um um, what might be some best practices for folks to approach this thing positively? Whereas like, you know, you start with yourself in the sense of having that self-esteem and realize that, you know, you might want to work on yourself for a certain reason, but there might be that time where folks like cross a line into dangerous territory where it becomes not an obsession per se, but something that could be detrimental to their overall health because either chasing it for the wrong reasons or it's become to a place where it's like, you know, you're, you're doing this just so you can get gratification that might be empty gratification. Mm. Um, so if, if like, are, are there best practices and things that can help folks understand that you need to chase this journey for the right reasons and, you know, be comfortable and confident in, in yourself before you even start or something like that? I don't know what you uh, what you would suggest. Um, I don't think that. I don't think that. That is an easy answer, right? I feel like it's a. I feel like the question is valid, but it's unfair, if that makes sense, right? It's really something to think about, but to be able to have that answer in a general sense is very difficult for each individual. Um, 
even to get rid of an ego is difficult, but sometimes that is your protection. That's how you survive, right? Um, with, with that aside, um, I feel like the, the best thing to do is to start, right? Um, if you start for a bad reason, you start training for, I don't know, because you want to uh, beat somebody up, right? You're looking for get back or whatever it is, so you start working out. I don't care what got you started. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it matter, right? Once you start, you start to learn about yourself. Again, like I said, training is so much more mental than it is physical. You get to know yourself in a way that you have not gotten to know yourself. Training to me is no different than Josh doing his uh, 40 days or 40 nights, right? Going vegan, exercising our discipline. It's an exercise of discipline. So if you start on a negative tip, you may stay negative, but you'll get something positive out of it, right? It's still the yin and the yang. Like, you're still going to create a balance in some way, right? So, all right, well, you drink, but you work out. How does that balance? But like, uh, I drink and I work out. I drink a lot of water. I flush it out of my system and I exercise, right? We all gonna, We all have demons, right? Now, it depends on which one you feed the most is the one that gets the strongest. Mm. You follow what I'm saying? So what don't come out in the wash, come out in the rinse. That's why I say start. Do it anyway. And then work through that as you do it. Because I believe that training is, is therapeutic, man. And a lot of us don't go to uh, a therapist. Mm-hmm. We talk to our mans or we go to the gym. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what happens is, if you don't like, if you can't talk to, you don't have an outlet to talk to some, you know what I mean? Some good, strong brothers that you trust and you could have good conversation with. Uh, you can't talk to your lady, which uh, that's a whole nother topic, right? Um, and you go to you go to the gym, you're probably not the type of person that's trying to reach out to a trainer like, nah, deal with all this. You know what I mean? Cool, but you're there, right? You're there, delve into that. Don't just show up there because you don't want to be somewhere else. If you're there, be present. Right. Be in the now and give that your energy and see where that takes you. That's my suggestion. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Right on time. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that again, dropping gems all over the place. And we appreciate it, KG. And because you're a personal trainer and because sometimes some people may not take action, as we said, and reach out to those people, we wanted to open up the floor of questions for the people in the audience that they had any questions to ask you ask your insight for your, you know, wisdom and whatnot, and do some things to activate our divine DNA. Because as, as the old adage says, black doesn't crack for a reason. And one of the things that we can do to perpetuate that longer is by having a healthier lifestyle. So the, the connection that we have to the universe is something special, man. Mm. And when you start to push your body, you will be surprised at the things that it can do. If, if you grow your mentality with it. Absolutely. And also, if you guys want to look in the description, we have links to KG's Instagram as well as uh, Let's Go Fit Fam, one of his fitness brands. Yeah. Hashtag Let's Go Fit Fam. Check it out. Hey, so uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Israel. Israel. Say, what's your first name? Mikhail. Mikhail. Do you train? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do I train? Uh, I dabble, uh, but I, no, I don't train. I don't train. So I think maybe, 
maybe it was a year ago that I got back into it and I was doing some training for a while. And like I was going hard into something. I changed my my um my eating regimen. You know, I was doing a point that was almost like intermittent fasting, right? I would eat my breakfast, um, you know, like two scrambled eggs, um, or maybe some fiber one cereal, or maybe some oatmeal, etc., some blueberries, etc., in the beginning of the day before eight o'clock a.m. And then I wouldn't eat again until it was time for dinner. Mm. Um, and then I would have dinner after five and not eat anything after eight. So that's pretty much I was on that regimen diet with you know with 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 certain diets and things of that nature. And I saw the results and I was I was putting in work. But again, for me, it's like I there's nothing in the world that's gonna motivate me more in terms of like training per se. I'm the type of dude who needs to do something physical. So like mm-hmm. for me, it needs to be like boxing or mm. it needs to be like playing ball or it needs to be something because otherwise I'm like, I'm good because I feel like I'm already mentally strong enough to the point where if I wanted to move a couch through telekinesis, I could probably do it right now, brother. <laughs> um, but no, I think, you know, I haven't, I haven't really trained though, but that's something that, you know, thinking about building out, moving forward um, and understanding how we are, you know, you think about folks we've lost like Chadwick Bozeman, you know, you think about all these other folks, strong brothers, but stuff still come to get you. Um, so just yeah. being healthy in general. And to be honest, to be real honest, not even getting to the training piece. I can't remember the last time I really went to the doctor in terms of getting a physical for real, mm. right? Because sometimes it's like you go get a physical when you got to get a new job or you go get a physical when it's required, right, 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 right. but you're not really on that regimen. So I think it's more about a, a health regimen for me in general. The training piece, I could definitely do. Um, I'm down with that. Um, for me, it has to be something exciting where I see not a result in terms of my health, but like I learned a new skill or I have fun. Not to say that training is not fun because it is fun. I hate it while we're doing it. <laughs> At the end, I'm like, that was dope. And I feel refreshed. Right. Got all the dopamine and everything that kicks in. Um, but yeah, so in terms of like steady training right now, haven't done it, particularly with COVID. You know, I was in a gym membership, things of that nature. And I have a gym at school if I want to. I work around with these kids, man, or my colleagues. I'm good. So, you know, <laughs> that's a long answer to I ain't really training right now, bro. Yeah, I, I like to I like to like uh, surprise people with that question. Um just because I think that most people, I like to believe that most people want to be in shape. They want to be fit, right? Um, but they understand that the dedication that it takes to do it. And I think that that is the difference. It's like, hey, if I tell myself that I'm going to do something, if I write down a goal, then now I got to do it. But if I just think about it enough, then I'm good, right? Most people... They, they want to do it mentally, but not enough to actually generate the energy to do it, right? Um, you, I've watched the show, uh, bro. You, you're well read. Um, you have a, a mindset that attaches to the collective, right? Mm. If you were to start, being that you work in the education system, you're around kids, right? If you were to start training, you would essentially talk about training. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, oh, you look, that's like a calling card. If you were to do that, imagine how many people, young people, would follow suit because of just doing that, right? So sometimes we have to do things um, as an attachment to the collective, like as a dedication to our people because you don't know who's watching us, right? Mm-hmm. Just something to think about, food for thought, you know no, what I mean? I appreciate that. Um, not, not, not a pressure thing, just something to chew on, you know what I mean? Um, I know, uh, I know Maestro, you, you getting in there every week, 
Ah, he missed last week, though. He missed last week. I missed last two weeks. So I, I definitely got to I gotta make up for that. And and KG, do you mind telling everyone about your, your group training sessions in case they want to join uh, on the weekend? I know that uh, – let me, let me preface this by saying, like, I know that uh, people have a issue sometimes with being on camera, right, for whatever the reason is, right? Um, I had one of my mans, he said, look, send me the link. I'll turn it on, but I'm not going to get on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, and I told him, I said, you can do that, but if I can't see you and you do it wrong, I can't help you. Some people are just not – really geared towards that perspective. Like, ah, I'm not with that whole thing. My perspective is try it once. If you try it and you don't like it, you don't have to do it. If you're like, hey, give me some exercises I do them at home. 85% of the people will not stick to that. I do I, I, I'm, Yeah, yeah, send me that. Send me that. Just, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. You know what I mean? It's like why the gyms are so crowded from January 1st to February 3rd, and then it tapers back off. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think that everybody needs to work out. Um, like you said, bro, you can you can change your body just from your eating habits, right? Every Fitness isn't something that everybody wants to do. It's just something that everybody should do. It's just like reading. Hmm. Absolutely. Everybody. If you, you know what I mean? If you stay ready, you never got to get ready. But to your point, things happen to people who are healthy, right? Mm-hmm. You can't control it. There's, there's no name. There's no mm-hmm. specific person dedicated. Like, man, like he was eating good and such and such and this happened. I can't explain that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I respect it. I understand it. It's just one of those things. It's just one of the laws of nature that I... You just, you know, serenity prayer, I guess. You know what I mean? For those that read that book. But, um, you know, that, that's my take on it, man. If there's something that I can offer anybody at any time for anything, man, you know, that's what I'm here for. And we're supposed to pay it forward. So, you know, I had a few people look out for me. And, you know, I'll stay in that mindset. Absolutely. And as we said, the link to reach kg is in the description check him out and we also have some links to uh, links from the cdc as well as black demographics for things that affect us specifically so if you those are some resources for everyone who's interested in that hey i, I did have a good a quick question sure I, who came up with the name creative gourd and what does it mean oh <laughs> professor israel you were up sir yeah, yeah. So um, you already know the creative maestro. Um, shout out to Josh, who was on YouTube when it first started. <laughs> <laughs> Brother been out here in these streets, um, in these digital streets. Um, so creative maestro. And I have a blog called The Thinking Gourd, which is really about um, education for emancipation. And we were uh, just really doing stuff, you know, thinking about what we can do together. I'm going to have conversations like the one we're having right now. Never did we think it would come to this space where we got dope folks like you who are just dropping gems and knowledge. And we got a community of folks asking questions, et cetera. Um, but we we combined the two things together. So the creative maestro, the thinking gourd, put together, drop the maestro, drop the, the thinking part, and just put the creative gourd together. Um, and it's just really about us um, using our creativity, our innovation, our connections, networking, 
um, with all the people who are in our network. And that's why it's so dope. You know, we get so much information, so much knowledge. We don't have to look for people. We already have them in the circle. Mm, and that's the beauty nice. of it. Sometimes we always think we have to go look for something or that we're removed from an expert. Like we are the experts. We mm. have the expertise. We have to lean on each other. Um, so again, the collective. Um, so the piece is that, you know, the creative gore being like, this is this place where people can come get some information. We can have creative ideas, innovation, et cetera, um, to help push the culture forward. Okay. I respect that. Um, it's a, it's a good collab. It works. It works. Um, I see uh, Dean had a question uh, about my favorite supplements for general good health. Um, so here, here's the deal, right? Um, I have general uh, health tips for, for me, for, for my blood type, for my body structure, right? But how many people know what their blood type is, right? I don't think many people don't know, right? So the reason why I bring that up is because this question uh, is a good question to ask, but I think that this question is just a stepping stone to get the answers that you want. I've learned over a period of time that I do better getting my supplements from food rather than uh, vitamins, mm. right? So what I would suggest for this in general good health, um, I can tell you where I get mine from, but what I do is I go off and on of the, uh, the Irish sea moss, right? That, the reason why you go off and on is I go three weeks on, four weeks off, and then I rotate. Your body gets acclimated to it and it doesn't have the same effect, right? Mm. I go to Irish sea moss, um, I use uh, black seed oil, but I use the pills. I'm not going to lie. I use the pills for the black seed oil. Um, and I use um, delivery. And then I use <laughs> um, uh, uh, turmeric, mm. right? So turmeric, cut up the turmeric, grind it down, use a little bit of ginger root. I cut mm. it up, I grind it down, boil it, uh, sift it, and then I have just a liquid. And then every night I, uh, I heat it up like a tea. That's what I take for myself. And for me, that works the best. Um, that covers all of the general supplements that you would need. That's my, that I, again, I approach it from a holistic perspective. Mm. I've heard that you can take too much zinc, but I do hear that zinc has a lot of really positive effects. I don't take zinc. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you brought the blood type piece too, because I was watching uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered yesterday. And they had um, a young woman on, and I forgot her name, um, but she was talking about it. And to your point, you know, she was like, you know, there's a lot of people out here who are eating certain type of diets, you know, folks who, you know, are like, no, nah, I'm only going to be vegan for the rest of my life, et cetera. But is that a good diet for your blood type? Mm, you know, right. that, I, that, that never crossed my mind. It never crossed my mind. I always know that people's bodies are different, et cetera, but I never thought about the connection between someone's blood type and the things that they're putting in their body. So I'm glad you brought that up. Well, and not only that, but I, I don't mean to, you know, talk too much, fellas, but when you think about this, like everything leads to more, right? You're like, all right, well, let me find out what my blood type is. In order to find out what your blood type is, you're probably going to end up getting physical, right? <laughs> physical. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So needs to get a check. We don't go to doctors because generally we don't trust doctors, right? But that doesn't mean that you should negate your health from that perspective, right? You have to take ownership of it. You have to be accountable to yourself. Right. Every man is a king of what they what they are responsible for. Right. If you have kids, your kids don't do what you say they do what you do. If you have kids that look up to you, they're not going to do what you say. They're going to do what you do. You're leading by example, even when you don't know that you're doing it. 
So you have to be mindful of the things that you do as well as the things that you don't do. Hmm. It's pretty straightforward stuff. I mean, it's simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the more difficult things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, once you find out what your blood type is, hit me. I'll walk you through it. I mean, I'm not going to like walk you through it, but <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you get information, it's not something like, oh, well, if you're, it's not as clean cut as that. It took me so much, man. I tell you, I still learn stuff about how to eat, what to eat. I've been on uh, ginger and tonic for only a year and a half. Mm. And when I saw the effects, of it, I'm like, wow. The upside to that is that that helped me tremendously with my torn Achilles. So the swelling and all of that stuff, like I didn't have to be on medication for such a long time. So it didn't help with the pain, but it did help the inflammation. And that helps a lot. So if there's anything that I can do to help, I will. What I don't know, I don't know. Nope. Amazing. Well, thank you, Brother KG. We appreciate you dropping the fitness gems. And, uh, you know, thank you, everyone, for watching, everyone, for their amazing questions and being in the comments and we'll see you soon. I mean, thanks you guys for having me, man. Peace and love fellas. Absolutely. Peace. Thank you, KJ. You repeat what they created and get power to hate, but worst of all, we disappoint all the great. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah. Hey. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah.